0: Hey everybody out there in Horrorland, welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number 63. I am your host, Joe Zekreski. How are you doing out there? This episode number 63, and uh, guess who's sitting next to me? It's Eddie Chiazzo. Hi, Ed. How are you? That's right. I didn't even turn your microphone on yet. Good times. Good times. There he is. I'm
1: doing fantastic, Joe. It's spooky season. We're in the middle of it. I'm having fun.
0: Oh, me too, bud. Me too. We're about to embark on an interview with uh, director, is it Dave Rita and his short film As Good as Dead. As good as Dead. Good as Dead. Good as Dead. As good as Dead. It's a short. It's uh it's gonna be interesting to hear how he uh he came up with this. It seems like it's a bit of well, we'll save it for the interview. Yeah, we'll save it. And then right before we get into that, make sure to go to Keystoneretro.com and save 10% off your order by using code REDRIVER. That's at Keystoneretro.com. Now let's get into it and go down those channels of And here we are. It's me, Jose Kreski, Eddie Cayazo of Red River Horror Podcast, and bringing on our guest. Dire- we call you Director Dave Rita.
2: Why? Oh, you can. I mean, Director that's what you Dave. did, right? Uh well, that's what I do. I've directed a bunch of movies. I've written, directed, produced. Uh, I'm a zombie. Whatever you want to go with, man.
0: <laughs> Love it. So we we uh, we checked out your short. That's what we're promoting today. Is is as good as dead. And mm-hmm. Out, how excited are you to, is this going to be, you're going to be on the festival circuit and.
2: Um, we have, we just started. Um, I'm incredibly excited about this one for a lot of reasons. One of them is that um, we, uh, we just started um, our festival run and we were so blessed to be able to start it with uh, the awesome film festival dances with films.
1: Oh, great. I did. Okay. Um, yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, we,
2: and so, yeah, we premiered it at the Chinese Theater, like, about a month ago. Cool. And then uh, we uh, uh, did the Horrible Imagining Film Festival, and uh, the SOS Film Festival, and then now we're blessed to be back again, actually, one week from tonight, well, if, well when we're recording this, Friday. Uh, so on Friday, uh, October 15th, at 5 p.m. at the Chinese Theater, we're going to be right back there with Scream Fest, and we're so excited.
0: Yeah, that that's got to be that sounds thrilling. like I'm excited for you. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, it was kind of crazy because I was actually at Dances with Films at another watching another film sitting in the Chinese theater looking up at the screen. And I just had the thought of, wow, this screen is really big. And then my phone went off. I looked off, looked at it, and it said that we got into ScreenFest. I looked right back up at the screen and I'm like, we're about to be right back there. <laughs> You know, it was in a month, like I was, I was literally losing my mind. It was yeah, kind of funny because it, it was a film about 9 11, and all I wanted to do was go Aah! and scream and shit, but I realized that was not the time to do that shit. So, yeah,
0: yeah not right. yeah. Not at tw- the 20 year anniversary, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> all right, but too. good on you for pick, picking your moment. Yeah,
1: no,
2: yeah, this one. I mean it was kind of like. Uh,
1: no but it's got to be like a feeling like um one of the ways we're slightly familiar with the the festival circuit on a bit of a smaller scale we had you know some successful things that we did as friends that um i I would liken it i guess to that first time we saw the rocky 7 trailer at, yeah. the, at the Franklin Institute.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, now at this point, there's been a Rocky 7, so I just call it Sci-Fi Rocky. <laughs> right. So we made like, it was a 30-second Sci-Fi Rocky short. But the
2: reason I... Oh, that's be- cool. Yeah. I'd love to see that.
1: Uh, we'll have to find it. We got to try to find <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> so, but, the, but the funny thing is, like, we... The reason I bring that up is because you were introduced to us by Br- Brooke Lewis Bellis, who also was in a film at the time that was in the same festival so we were in a competition all we had to do was create a short 30 second thing and it had to because it was philly it had to include rocky had to you know have horror elements had to have sci-fi or whatever but long story short um brooke introduced us to dave today and uh now well
2: yeah brooke brooke is actually i love her she was in the last film i did um called rotting love that also went through dances in the chinese theater and um yeah she's amazing i mean she was she was so instrumental to why the the success on that film and i mean and this is the kind of person brooke is she has nothing to do with as good as dead other than just that she is a good friend of mine but yet she was still like like hey you guys got to talk to dave that's so that's you know (laughs) what i mean that's so awesome that showed what kind of person she is
0: yeah i mean that's the truth born in philly Mm -hmm. that's why (laughs)
2: <laughs> right <laughs> The connection,
0: yeah. Um,
1: no,
2: but cheese so, steaks and awesome ladies.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, so um, Joe, you brought it up. It would be on the festival circuit. We just watched before we spoke with you, and I, I have a question that it's honestly been burning me for a long time. Yeah. So filmmakers like Dave always reach out, and they immediately like they want the review. All right, so this is the first time I'm asking. Dave, why is that? Why why is the review of the film so important?
2: Um, I just, for me, um, it's important to get as much word about the film out there as, I mean, without without destroying the the twists and turns that I have in the film. Sure. It's just really important to get people to, uh, to, 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 the more and more and more know about it, and maybe get them to go to the. I mean, with with the with a positive review, even a negative review, with a review, um, I'm hoping that it'll put buttons in, in theaters for these screenings. Okay, gotcha. I can tell you that's can, my plan. I mean, that's what I do. I can't speak for other filmmakers. So
0: I know people are going to remember this one. People who see this at festivals are going to remember it because it caught the two of us way off guard. Yes.
2: We, I'm so happy to hear you say that.
0: Like that was. Like, I was sitting here
2: wondering if yeah. you guys were totally gonna be like, you know, Dave, you're cool. Brooks cool. Brooks awesome. You're cool. We hate your movie.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man, art's art, man. Like, so it's like you know we go into it and it's like you know you know so you went with zombies. And we
1: can't. I did. And we can't asked. give too much away.
0: Okay, we don't want
1: to give um, too much away. Can't spoil because yeah.
2: I mean. There's some stuff you can give away. Uh, like, uh, I mean, people do know that there is music in this. Okay. Uh, they, do okay. Know uh, they do know. I mean, the way I describe it is it's got zombies, it's got 80s music. What's not to love? Yeah. And it's. Uh, it's what more do I need to say, right? Am I right? You
0: are 100% right. Like. I
2: mean, it's, and you know, what's funny is after seeing it, or even be- well before seeing it, people go, I want to see it. But then after seeing it, they're like, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. That's what it is.
0: Yeah, this is definitely one, like if we were sitting there and you know how many shorts you can see in a day sure. at a festival, oh, yeah. this is the one that you would definitely remember just because of like the timing of the music <laughs> right. and the choices that you threw in there. Mm-hmm.
2: I, again, that, that means a lot because as you know, going through the festivals, um, uh, there are some amazing films out there and then there are those films that just punish you and, um, if, if you can still make it through those and be the one that people remember, I mean, it doesn't matter if you win, if you just, the one that people remember and want to talk about, then I feel like that's the win, you know?
0: For sure. And now, did you catch, like, was there something specific that inspired you for this one? Or is this like something that just like popped in your head one day or?
2: Uh, kind of both. Uh, it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, I had had this idea, part of it actually um i had part of the idea uh, about uh three years ago and i approached uh, danny shaka who plays uh the uh the one uh that sings first uh uh, i shouldn't even say that i shouldn't even say that that's too much right there but uh (laughs) but i mean uh oh i can't even believe i just said that uh anyway um uh You know, Danny Shaka. Okay, Uh, she's like she's my best friend in the world. She's my little sister. And we were sitting in the car and she was like, uh, so what do you want to do? What kind of films do you have on deck? And I told her about this idea and she hated the last uh, one of the songs I had chosen for it. Hated it, hated it and was like, it's not right. It's not right. And I was like, yeah, you know, it kind of isn't. And then a couple years later, like actually uh, like during Corona, I was complaining uh, that there was nothing we could do and uh, we needed to do something. And she was like, well, if you want to do something, what do you have? And I'm like, well, I had this idea. And then while pitching it to her, the, the right song came into my head and then I pitched it that way. And she went to tears and we were laughing so hard at me and went, we have to do this. (laughs) And uh, and then it just and then from there and it's funny because we were originally going to do it in two parts and just throw it on TikTok, you know, because that's that's the thing and she's that 29 a, yeah. and she's also-
1: I was going to ask if if that was maybe see th- that's the thing. Uh, one of the reasons why we bring filmmakers on the show so frequently is obviously we want to hear about the stuff, hear about the stories, but mostly, honestly, the process of all this because because mm-hmm. I do think that in in the spirit of what's about to run on the festival here i do think that you could create you could have a good channel like in in a place like with snackable content like that you know so this one's 5 minutes long you could totally do what you did over and over again in different ways on a social channel
2: Oh, for sure. Um, And that's the thing is to like like I feel like as good as dead is having a bit of a harder run through the festival circuit uh, than some other films because it's so quick and short. I mean, it's kind of hard to reward a five minute film when you've got tons of these 15, you know, 20 minute films. It's kind of hard to stick the five minute film in there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We become like just a palate cleanser. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but, but what I was saying is we were originally going to make it a TikTok thing and split it into two parts. But then me being me, um, that night, I just, I just always want to go big. And, um, I happened to reach out to the company that we got all our camera from, um, which is Burns and Sawyer. And they're amazing. You, you and broke I up
1: a little warbled there. I don't know why. Go ahead.
2: Oh, uh, there you we go. reached out to... We reached out to Burns and Sawyer, uh, the company where I got all our camera from. Um, I, I just uh, I, I just sent them a letter one night or an email a letter, an email one night at three in the morning and was just like, you know, I have this really crazy idea. I really want to do this. Um, what do you guys think? Do you want to help me? And I didn't expect anything. Literally the next morning at 10 a.m. they were like, what do you need? How can we help? And they were just amazing and instrumental to why the film looks as good as it does. And then also, um, then when I approached our makeup, we hit uh, Boneyard Effects, which they're amazing. I mean, they've done Walking Dead, they've done freaking uh, um, the uh, the Halloween Horror Nights for years. Now they have their own thing going. They're they're amazing, amazing effects. I, I
1: was going to compliment the makeup because yeah. I, I I know how hard I know how hard it is. And the budgets and like how hard it is to make something appear you know, on screen oh, yeah. as if it's not like a, a, you know, backyard haunted attraction. Like I know how hard that is to achieve yeah. that effect. So you, you did very well. That that's what is it, boneyard? Oh no,
2: that's that's something that destroys me. On one of my films, I won't say which, but on one of my films my zombies all look like they had Kool-Aid mouth and that was it. Yeah. And it destroyed me. I mean, I'm known as Zombie Dave. And if my zombies don't look good, it's it's it starts here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no excuse. And it was funny because the first thing I said to my makeup person was, uh, just make sure they don't look like they have Kool-Aid mouth. And I <laughs> think she heard, give them all Kool-Aid mouth. I swear, it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, we were so blessed. I approached Larry Bones. Uh, and, again, this was during uh, – during whenever December of 2020, when everything was peaking here and COVID was bad. And um, I approached him and said, you know, I know COVID's bad, but I really we're going to do it safe. And I really, really want to make a movie right now. And I need your help. And he was so awesome. He was like, dude, we're, we're sitting around doing nothing right now because of COVID. So, I mean, not only am I willing to help, but you're going to get me in the A-list team. So I got the owner of the company, the best people his best team out there, and um, I can't thank them enough because it shows. they the zombies are amazing.
1: Yeah. So this was filmed. Uh, this was filmed during the Rona. Then are you out in L.A., Dave?
2: I am. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, we were peaking out here. It was peaking pretty bad in December of 2020 when we filmed, and um, they were saying that you couldn't meet for groups. You couldn't meet at all. You couldn't go anywhere. We were completely closed down. You couldn't do anything unless you were filming. Yeah, I read that and was like, "All right, we're filming now while we still
0: can." <laughs> yeah, I've heard stories so, of like cast being yeah. in dressing rooms and doing like table reads on Zoom, but they're all in the same like hallway, just behind different doors. <laughs> like, I've, I've heard oh
1: some weird like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it, it was. It, it
2: was a. I mean, it was Corona was weird because it sort of blessed us in some ways because like my my crew, my camera, um, my makeup um, that I don't think I would have got nearly as good. um, uh, um, And the way I got it, if Corona wasn't going on, that was good. But then on the same token, everybody was scared. Um, We had to do you know, we had to be super safe. Everyone that wasn't in zombie full face had to be in a mask. Um, I couldn't just leave food out for my crew like I normally do. And that's one of the things I know to keep my crew happy and keep them working hard is to keep plenty of food out there available. Everything had to be packaged, everything and sealed. And so it was sort of this weird mix and balance of weird stuff to make it. But, uh, but somehow we did.
0: You you did it. You pulled it off.
2: (laughs) We did. And luckily everybody was safe. Everybody was healthy we had no problems. We were blessed. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the best part of it all.
0: That's awesome. You know, that's, that's a great, that's a great story to come out of the, uh, the uh, height of Corona in your area too. Well, I mean, so. Well, I
2: mean that this was the whole plan. I mean, since, since you've seen the film, I can kind of say this to you. Um, sure. we, uh, I mean, our, we, I just kind of had this, I'm, this feeling that, I mean, when, when Danny and I were talking to the car about making this film, I had this feeling that a lot of filmmakers were gonna be depressed, and so the things that they were gonna write and create and for the festivals this year and probably next, a lot of it's gonna be very dark, very sad. Hmm. Um, Not that that's a bad thing. It's just that that's just kind of the mood out there, and everything was gonna be very dark and sad. And so we just really wanted to make something that was pure, that had nothing to do with Corona, nothing to do with the election. Just purely entertainment—something that would just yeah. make people laugh, entertain them yeah. for for five minutes. Yeah, Not- and that was completely the plan, and that's hopefully what's happening now.
1: That's that's what I, I I'm I'm glad to hear you say that. It's yeah. to be free because that's that's what one one thing that came up um, over the course of this podcast was. It should, Joe's just like, all right, at some point, like, just stop talking about like the Corona, like it's, it's done. Like, like, stop it. Not, not that it's done, oh, but you know, you know what I mean?
0: Just like to get some,
1: no, di- right. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, how much can we murder that subject and, <laughs> and just how, 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 how dark can we get? We can't, we all know. I mean, look, did you guys see Bur- Bo Burnham's um, comedy special?
0: That is not the most recent one. I really, Um I yeah, I, it is most
2: recent one. It is most recent one, it's pretty much he, he taped, he like starts out at the beginning of Corona and just filming him, the, the the digression oh. and depression of Bo Burnham and, um, and and I mean I feel like you know as a comedian um, it, it, it was funny moments and it was really awesome but it was also very sad to watch him go down this hole Yeah, and wow. as an entertainer I just I, I can appreciate that but a part of me really just feels like yeah but you know like when the Titanic sinking we got it still we're entertainers we got to still play we got still playing. Sure. You know what I'm saying? That's
0: yep. the truth. That's the truth. And I and you know what I I think what that thought of everything being so dark and that what you've got going for you, yeah. I, this, I think this is going to work. <laughs> it's, it's-
1: and the one and the one song, I, I I I do have another, I guess, structural question. One of the songs is a pretty big commercial song. How do you get to use that? Does it cost <laughs> an insane amount of money, or do you just throw it in there and hope no one?
2: Uh, um, both both songs we did. I am blessed to be working with amazing music people. And um, my uh, my music guy is Steve Gilbane. And what I got him to do, well, first of all, we're using less than thirty seconds of either either song. Perfect. Which um, keeps us in the sort of parody kind of kind of mm. thing, so we don't have to pay for everything. Got it. But then also. I had him remove and change a few notes here and there. So that all, just in, just to, to kind of cover my butt a little bit, just in case anybody decides to come after us on this. But uh, you've seen the film. Okay. Who's going to come after?
1: No, I think think you're okay. I always think that too, but you never know. Like I always think when 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 we set something out there, it's like okay, so I have to. I know I have to use public domain music, or I know I have to use something, you know, that somebody put out there specifically for this purpose. They want you to use their music, so they're putting it out there, and they're not going to come after you. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I was surprised when I was just like, okay, so this is this is like serious top forty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Cool. I mean both, really. Yeah. Uh, really both. Uh yeah. Uh it's true. Um, I but I just there was just uh the way if you see if you've seen a lot of my uh you probably haven't, but if you see a lot of my stuff, uh the music tends to be my dialogue sometimes. So I oh. realize that if I pick the right music, I don't need to say anything. The music says it all.
1: Yeah. Or, <laughs> I like yeah, I like that.
2: Yeah. Yep. The, I mean, you hear the right song you know exactly what i am what i mean <laughs> absolutely. you know exactly what i'm saying you know i don't need to murder you with the dialogue on top of that or or explain it because it's i you, love we're it. all on the same page yeah, absolutely that, that's funny that's actually how i i pitched this to all my cast and crew actually was i mean uh we had a script but when i talked to them on the phone i'm like i could send you the script but let me just sing it and tell it to you right now, and tell you how it's gonna go. And trust me, you'll like it. And they go, they always went, oh, because you know, somebody, everybody wants to hear somebody perform shit to them. <laughs> and so I actually fucking did this shit and danced the whole thing out for them. And and at the end of it, everybody was always in tears, going, "We have to do this shit." Yeah. So
1: I love that moment. I was
2: like, that, you know, that like, well, consensual
1: moment, really everyone's weird. like, "Oh, this has to be." Because me and Joe, we've been talking about uh we're trying to get financing for uh, a, a good proper reboot of Wishmaster. So, I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's half joke, but it you would be cool if the, right if the right person heard this. Though we wouldn't, yeah, right, back off. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> no, yeah, but right. but I'm
1: saying being in being in that kind of sync with the people around you, and they're just like. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Um on every movie I've ever made, um uh I it's, it's a very important thing for me to have everybody everybody. Even the caterers, I mean extra every I mean everybody making the same movie. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like like obvious but it really isn't because when you give a script to somebody, everybody always envisions different shit. So it's, it's uh, you know if you can get everybody making the same movie. I mean, I think one of the best compliments I got on this particular film is that I mean the way I the way I pitched it to them was over the phone and everything. So then after we shot it and everything, when everybody saw it, the 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 best thing they said to me was this came out exactly how I saw it in my head, and uh-huh. I was like perfect. Then we were all on the same page. Perfect, yeah. you know
1: that's what William William Sadler said about Bill and Ted it was like yeah he, everybody was in everybody was invested so by the time they saw it it's just like this is exactly how I thought this is this is what I thought this would be that's awesome you know that's like, very cool
0: to no, that, achieve that's a great thing it does bring, make a difference everybody it in. really yeah.
2: does um cause I mean the little things you can have I mean uh, you can have people pulling in different directions and once you start pulling in different directions everybody starts making different things and making different choices and then mm-hmm. the movie gets confused Um, when, when everybody's on the same page, it begins to become so natural. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely.
2: Um, it's just, the vibe is there and everyone knows already what we're going to do, what we just did. Nobody's lost. You know what I mean? It's that, that it's just so important. I I feel that's always been instrumental of why, uh, I, why I think why my people like my movies, but then also just in terms of making them, why can make them so fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes, that makes sense. And it's like, you know, if if you had somebody who wasn't invested, then maybe they're not going to give you the best that they can do on the job that they're assigned to. So, you know, it makes everybody you know a part of it. That's awesome.
2: Oh, that's, that's true. That's also, that's a part of it. I mean, right away in just uh, like in casting and in gathering my, my cast and my crew, um, I can get a sense of these people some of them I've worked with before. Um, but then if I haven't, um, I can still talk to you and get a sense of, of who you are and if your personality is going to mesh with everyone, uh, uh, on set, it's just, I'm a, I'm a people person and it comes with directing, but it also comes with being an actor too. Mm-hmm. You just know people yeah, and you know, you know, your audience and uh and that's the thing is uh i've been i would say i've been very blessed to work with uh with the people i've worked with but this particular cast and crew for as good as dead every single one of them were so uh, i mean cast crew uh before after post you know all of it everybody was so amazing on this film i mean i'm i feel very lucky to have worked with all of them they're great
0: yeah i mean is a it I mean, how many did you have? And there was pretty, not like a, a big bunch, but they filled out the room pretty good. And
2: yeah, we had like, I mean, like 12 or 13 zombies, yeah. um, three leads, and then like, uh, I think like uh, seven or eight on my uh, actual crew. And then, of course, the post-production people, um, my producers and, and, and um, artists and whatnot. But um yeah i mean that's the thing it's just this one everybody everybody did went above and beyond you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like like the way i can explain this is kind of funny um i all my zombies i want them to have uh, i'm very george Romero old school okay. zombie so i want them to, to creaky move i don't want my zombies to move normal or super fast especially if i've got them like you saw if they're, if they're that deteriorated, I don't believe it's believable for super deteriorated zombies to be running the 40 and (laughs) 20. So, um, I, um, I train my zombies on how to move and how I want them to walk. And, um, I've done movies where I've been like, all right, everybody put your head on your left shoulder. And like a third of them know, which is their actual left shoulder. (laughs) And so now I'm having to train you on, which is your right hand, which is your left hand. And that just makes it really hard to move forward. This cast, it, I, mean, I was so—I mean, I'm like, put your heads on. I mean, I just—they I, were so amazing that I jokingly looked at everybody and went, yelled out, "Put your heads on your left shoulder." Every single one of them, boom, head on the left shoulder, and looked at me like, "What?" And they could not understand why I was so excited that they could all do that. <laughs> just,
0: finally, this beautiful, <laughs> moment, has beautiful moment has happened.
2: Right? Yeah. I—I <laughs> I was just like, it's amazing. Look at them, and they're just like. Yeah it's, sho- yeah, it's our left shoulder. What the fuck? It's our left shoulder. Yeah, but they had no idea how awesome they were, and that's <laughs> they really are. And yeah, that's dude. why I'm so excited about it.
0: That's yeah. special. And then you kind of answered something I wanted to ask you about because, like, you know,
2: if you- I'm sorry, fire truck going by. I hope that that I live right by a fire station, and mm-hmm. they're gonna scream right by me here.
0: Well, as long as I they don't come right to your left. place. That's okay.
2: Oh no, no, we're all good here. Luckily, that
0: that would—that's something that would happen from where we record. We're pretty close to like a main road, so sometimes yeah, noise bleed through. But that, you know, whatever, it's all good.
2: Uh, You know the (laughs) the sounds of the big city
0: exactly. (laughs) But like, what? Uh, so what? What was it? Romero's like zombies? That was like—is that the first like zombies you saw? And we're like,
2: yes. Uh, to- totally. Yeah. Um, when I was a little kid, I snuck in with my best friend. Um, I'm about to date myself here, but that's OK. Um, I snuck into the movie theater to, and we we, uh, we were we, we paid for some little cartoon. But we, of course, snuck over to the other side to go see the horror movie. Mm-hmm. And we were we were treated to a double feature blast of the most amazing, amazing movies. One of them was George Romero's Day of the Dead and um bub to me made such an impression on me um though day of the dead is not my favorite zombie movie dawn Mm. of the dead actually is i love them all um and i love that even the original or the remake they're both great
0: they are that's Um, one of the best original remakes like parallels out there
2: oh yeah. yeah i mean i love it i love it um so i mean dawn of the dead is my favorite zombie movie but bub himself is my favorite zombie um because uh Ramiro did so much with that. It was the first time I think anybody had ever really, even though there are the flesh, normal flesh-eating zombies out there. This one zombie, though, he made the audience care about him, mm-hmm. and he gave the zombie a little bit of a heart mm-hmm. because I mean he does he does have sympathy at the end there, you know. And when when Bub salutes, it was just such a moment to me. That it stuck with me, and honestly, the way I train my zombies to move, my facial expressions, everything I do when I'm Zombie Dave is my best impersonation of Bub of what I'm trying trying to be Bub.
0: I like that. That's cool. That's cool. Cause, and like the other thing, I don't know. Like, did you follow Romero like into like Land of the Dead too?
2: Of course, like, all of it. So, um,
0: yeah. Like you talk about Bubba. I think that was like the perfect of like them acting kind of like them former self because in land it's just like oh they're starting to relearn and almost become human again.
2: No, I mean there's I mean there's some stuff I, I, I take a lot from Romero, but then there's some stuff that I believe hmm. and um like I believe like let's say I mean I'm I'm zombie freaking dead. If you actually turned me into a zombie and I walked by a reflection I guarantee you even as a zombie, I would still look in and make sure my pompadour was good. <laughs> nice. There's just some things that you just do. Yeah, you know what I mean? just it's instinct, and that's what you're important. acting on. <laughs> some things are fucking important, yeah. and you know when you, I, I'd still be, it'd probably be deteriorated as fuck, and I'd be trying to stuff it in.
1: Jesus. <laughs> Instead, of they're mad. So your zombies have personalities, then?
0: Well, we're just we're like I, we just talking zombies, and it's like now it's, you know he's Zombie Dave, and it's like right. I gotta I gotta know more about what Zombie Dave thinks about zombies. Gotcha. So we you know we we scratch the surface. through Romero's not a big fan of the running zombies.
2: Oh no! No, the Zach. Not- I love. Him. Oh, I love rotting zombies. I'm just saying, um, if they're going to be rotting,
0: no running. Like <laughs> the, oh, r- oh, running fast. Yeah, the fast. Pace. fast. Oh, running, running, yeah, running,
2: running. Oh, yeah. I'm not. A, I mean, here's how I. Here's how I've got away with it. If you're freshly turned, I believe you could run. Hmm. If you, if your bones exposed and just crawled out of the grave, you're not running the 40 in two seconds. You're not. Hmm. Your bones would be flying off. You know. And, and plus, I mean, just. As a director or actor, it's so much more fun to creaky walk than it is to walk normally. It's so much. It's so much more fun, and I, I want to see that, and I want to do that. So that's kind of why I do that.
0: Wait. Yeah, expect, I mean, the actors can. It's easier for them to get into it by like oh, you know, yeah. contorting your body and just getting.
2: That's know. exactly what I teach. Is first, first off, contort. Uh, my Like how, before I say action to my, if I'm doing a zombie, I mean, I do other movies, but when I'm doing a zombie movie, before I say action, I'll yell to my cast, make it hurt. And when I'm saying that, that means I want them to be in some sort of awkward position. And then, then we'll go act. So they'll start in some sort of awkward position that hurts a little bit, not that injures you, but it's going to feel wrong. If it feels wrong, it looks wrong. And it looks great on camera, <laughs> so that's. So I'll say, make it hurt, and then here we go, and then yeah, I dig it. So yes.
0: Yeah. Hey, so like outside of the Romero, so we got you know obviously Romero, he's I don't know we we he's got we put him we put him on a pedestal, and rightfully so. That's
2: my that's my guy for yeah. sure.
0: So yeah. like outside of that, how I'm like curious, like you know, so you've been following the zombie zombie horror genre for a long time. How did you feel like when like stuff started coming to like TV, like the walking, you know, go with the Walking Dead's and? Uh...
2: Um, it's sort of weird. Okay, uh, in 2011, in 2011, around then, I think twenty ten, actually. Um, I was running one of my films, "A uh, Horror of Our Love," through the film festivals, and I'd done a bunch of film festivals uh, nationwide, and um, I had a month break where I had nothing going on. So I was like, what am I going to do? I can't just not promote and go dark for a freaking month. You know, what am I going to do? So just as a joke, we decided to, to what we decided to do was say uh, patient zero bit me in LA. i was patient one. And then I started the zombie apocalypse in LA. And then my friends that were all filmmakers that were all over the country, they're putting up little Facebook videos, 30 uh, second videos of, of zombie Dave sightings all over the country. Mm-hmm. So my, my original plan was to have my film company capture me, fix everything, and then we we're just going to make movies like nothing ever happened. But then th- it was right then that my Facebook blew up. Everybody wanted me to be Zombie Dave. So I realized I had to become this mix. And uh, so my film company captured me, cured me enough that they still got to feed me brains. I'm still dead. I'm still a zombie, but I can function and make movies so they're happy. Yeah. Right, so, so I did this. I did that. And everything, my, my Facebook blew up. Everything zombie was on my wall. Six months later, Walking Dead came out. Uh, so it's like, so it's like I was on, up there. And then all of a sudden, this tidal wave hit me while I was already up there, and then just carried me forward. And that's honestly why, and I mean, that was in 2010. Here we are 2011, my arm, my the, says zombie Dave on it. You know, I'm gergerger. Ger, ger. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it got, it branded me hard as that so much so that we are still doing it today. Um, so, I mean, I have a lot of appreciation for walking dead. Um, I, I think they have the, for that. And I have, I mean, and for really, really celebrating the zombie genre, um, I have a lot of appreciation. their makeup is the best makeup I've ever seen, uh, uh, especially for zombies, for a lot of stuff. However, I'm just not a fan of the show itself. I feel like they went to soap opera yep. and it's just not my style of thing. I would have made – I would have gone more American Horror Story and uh, make a mini zombie horror movie every week yes. instead of it being a soap opera every week. But what do I know? Because they had success. So <laughs> you know, what do I know?
0: Yeah, they did, Walking Dead did okay. Yeah, I I mean they have a whole universe. And they've made everybody part of it made a made a good dime off of it. So I mean good for them, but I agree. They have
2: spin-offs and everything, yeah. right? I
0: agree with you where it's like it went too soap opera and kind of took away from like uh, you know, the fun of zombies. Like and you get yeah, well, serious zombies, but there's like, you know, the you know, you're Like, you know, you're alone or with a small group and everywhere, you there's just nowhere to really go or hide.
2: I mean, not to reference a a weird thing, but a random thing, but Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Remember the TV show? Absolutely. But most of Buffy, uh, toward the end there, I kind of bleh. But but most of Buffy, they were able to do uh, the, the personal lives of her and her friends and you were able to get that side of things. But then you were also able to get the big bad story, too. So it was sort of balanced. And I felt like that's why it always worked, because it wasn't just about the good guys. You actually got to know the bad guys, too. Mm. And and that thus it sort of made it like a video game that you had to get through all the crappy things leading to the big boss battle at the end. Right. Mm. And that's that's what I felt Walking Dead should have done. They should have had – they should have focused on some of the zombies too, make them actually a part of the story instead of it being just about I'm in love with Tom and Tom's in love with me. But then there's Joe and – wait, hold on a second, zombie. Anyway, I'm in love with Tom. And I, 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 wait, wait, what? Did you just anyway a zombie? What the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, that's how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I found myself, if there was any like TV show there, I was just like, I can't get enough of this just because of how absurd it was, was uh, Z Nation on uh, sci-fi.
2: Was that the high school zombie thing?
0: <laughs> no. It was like, I don't know how to describe it. It started off like it was trying to be like uh, Walking Dead. Oh, was that the S- thing with,
2: where there was a whole, the whole world had zombies in it, but then the world was trying to accept them or something like that?
0: It kind of gets to that point by the end like it gets bizarre it's sci-fi and they they run with the same theme of what they did with like sharknado of like let's just get ridiculous with it so like every episode they run into a different type of zombie uh i think it was like sharknado 3 was coming out they were in like the midwest and there was an actual zombie tornado like of course, so, of, yeah. course. So it of course so it was just getting absurd like you had like oh, a group of people who died in a greenhouse and like their bodies fused with the plants. So it was like a zombie greenhouse, like walking through, like <laughs> it got goofy, but I was OK. Yeah.
2: With I mean, that's the thing is when when you feel the need that you need to make. Like, uh, that's what uh, I felt the problem, well, the problem. One of the many problems was with Zombieland 2. Um, I loved Zombieland yeah. The original. Yeah. I loved the way the way they did the rules. I thought it was so brilliant and the balance of all the characters worked. Zombieland 2 was so fucking stupid about so many things. I just was banging my head into a wall watching that movie. I mean and it's so sad because they had it in the first. Mm-hmm. And then they just 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 really I mean, not. I mean, spoiler alert to anybody watching this. But if, I mean, really, we're supposed to believe that in the zombie apocalypse, you're going to build a city in the middle of, of nowhere, put a fence around it, and then go, "Okay, everybody, no guns," and everyone's going to go, "Cool." Like, really, really, it's a zombie apocalypse, yeah. and who is, who's who's going to trust a wall? And guess what? It doesn't work. Surprise. I mean, uh oh.
0: Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's I Zonda mean. That, movies
2: make me angry. That's fair. I mean. Don't, get, don't get me started on uh, freaking uh, what is it? Warm bodies. Oh.
0: Yeah. No, I won't. I won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I won't do that. Or uh, like, uh, well one? I'll just say good that there will never be like a Shaun of the Dead sequel.
2: Let's keep it that way. Yes. yeah. Because that's, that's like you know, whereas like Zombieland,
0: like it just was Shaun too, the Dead.
2: Shaun of the Dead is one of my – that is actually the kind of movie that I strive to make. I feel like it's one of the greatest uh, horror movies uh, for so many reasons because, I mean, that movie, if you look at Shaun of the Dead, it follows the rules of so many movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could look at it as just a buddy picture. You could look at it as just a romance. You could look at it as just a horror movie, just a zombie movie, just a comedy, just a drama. It's all those things. I mean, boy gets growth, boy loses growth, boy gets. I mean, it follows all the rules to all these things in one movie, and I feel like that's part of the reason why it's so legendary because it, it's it, it's doing so much with so much. Yeah. And and, in the, and then just the, the level of humor is just brilliant. In
0: that. Yeah, and it 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 does it gets right to the point, which is one of the best things about like zombie movies is that they're typically straight to the point. You're not waiting for some kind of climax for zombies to start coming out. It's like, usually you get them right away. That's what I've always liked about them.
2: And that's kind of why, uh, why, uh, I mean, I can blow this. It's in the trailer. That's kind of why I start as good as dead with the girls running. Mm -hmm. Because what do you need to know? What do Mm -hmm. you need to know? Yeah, exactly. Zombies are fucking chasing them. Let's go. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you know, I mean I could have them in a room talking about bullshit and then zombies attack and then they run or let's let's just, let's just hit the ground fucking running.
1: Right. No, I uh I, so I guess one last thing on the on the pop culture zombie thing that I think we can wrap. Um what did you guys? I'm going to ask both of you. Zombie Dave, I'll start with you. What did you think of the Resident Evil trailer?
2: Hmm. I'm excited, actually. I mean, I, I mean, they went a little crazy, but I always felt like somebody sort of still had at least a pinky on the wheel there and might steer it back. And I feel like we might that somebody mm. finally grabbed the wheel and brought it back. I'm kind of excited to see what they do with this one. Okay, Joe. I so think that's my opinion.
0: I'm a- I'm actually right with Dave. I was like, yeah. yeah, something about it. You know what really hit me in the trailer was when they opened the door and the stairwell was exactly how it looked yeah. from the original video game. And I'm yeah. like,
2: All That's right. so funny. When you said that, that was exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I know that door. Yeah. It's
0: like, this is what's going to make, that's why it's going to, I mean, I'm probably going to like it. I mean, it looks good. But I mean,
2: why not? I mean, that, that, why, I mean, I feel like that's been part of the problem with video game movies. Uh, to to uh, uh, video game movies is they 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 almost want to go no we're totally not part of the video game thing we're our own thing and yeah like, yeah why don't you embrace what you are <laughs> I, I mean
1: well well just be I, I car- mean, be careful there House of the Dead tried to do that yeah, oh I, I'm
2: like yeah I was <laughs> thinking of the original uh, Street Fighter where we lost Raul Julia too yeah. so I mean. <laughs> Oh my I mean,
0: god.
2: Jean-Claude Van Damme's guile. I mean, you know. Yeah. Can you believe we, we lost Raul for that though?
0: Because that was that was like, his last movie before uh Well he was
2: he was on that set and got bit by something or, or like yeah, like it's that movie that we lost it's because of that movie we lost Raul Julia.
0: No way what a, that's just yes, it's,
2: it's Street Fighter's fault.
0: So wait, he got I, I always thought it was a heart attack or something.
1: I, never I thought did he any had, research. Uh, yeah, I never did my research either. I thought he had cancer. Yeah, research
2: what? that one. Wait. It's it was something on that set that happened that uh, that is the reason. Um I, I might be starting a room and I'm like now that I now you got I'm out thinking about I'm like that's what I heard at least. Is it true? I don't know Google exists now. Shit. <laughs>
0: All I know I'm
2: gonna is, have to Google it too.
0: All I know is I will be watching Adams family this month so with the Royal Julia version. Oh
2: yeah. Oh hell Oh yeah. my God but He he just he he is he is the he, Dave, he just is the guy.
1: So Dave as good as dead uh, uh, can you can you uh, round off the the, uh, the fests again, please?
2: Sure. Uh, Scream Fest, October 15th here at the Chinese Theater at 5 p.m. Or if you're in lovely Doyle, California, which is Northern California, you can catch As Good As Dead at the Drive-In Film Festival, which is the Brainwash Film Festival up there um, on Saturday, October 16th at 8.30 p.m. Then you can catch me. uh, uh, For more information in the latest festivals, uh, Dave Rita, Facebook, Elf Twin Films, Instagram, Elf Twin Films, YouTube. And uh, all the latest. Check us out, or this awesome podcast right here. That's us,
0: <laughs> Red River Horror Podcast.
1: So, the, all right. So then, well, th- we'll thank you very much. So then we got to get a. This is Zombie Dave, and you're listening to the Red River Horror Podcast. Can we get? One I of? would
2: love to do that. Thank I you. I would love right now. Do you want me to do that now? Yeah, yeah absolutely. We, we'll
1: steal it. We'll, we'll steal it. do it live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Red River Podcast. This is Zombie Dave. Girl.
0: <laughs> ah, <yeah. laughs> take it perfect perfect yeah. <laughs> on that uh, note, make sure to check out those those spots that was was that twin was that twin elf
2: elf, elf twin elf films elf twin yes. films yes.
0: i like yes, that it. name that's
2: good i like that i can't thank you guys enough it was a pleasure and a joy thank you so much
0: yeah dave thank you so much for coming on best of luck yes with this short best of luck we'll be keeping an eye out for what comes next yeah. Um, and everybody listening, this has been uh, episode 62 of the Red River Horror Podcast. Wait. Uh, what? Oh, wait. Do we lose somebody?
1: No, 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 no. i making sure it's 62. I think. See, we it's
0: can it's go 62, google it 62 or 63? Uh, I think it's 63. Let me just check. Ah, uh, maybe you're right. You are right. It's sixty three. I just got excited. I got excited. I get excited sometimes. Yeah. Ed, tell people where you. Welcome
2: to episode sixty
0: three. Yeah. So don't listen to me, Eddie. Just, just give me a minute, Eddie. Tell tell people how to how to contact you. All right. So
1: yeah. So hit me up on Twitter at Red River Horror. You could send me a direct message. I was speaking with Zombie Dave through DM, and also you can email us with ideas for the show at Red River Horror at gmail.com. Always open to new ideas. Uh, we're we're starting to get into the events. Oh yeah, uh, the I don't want to say the season of events because we're already in the thick of it, but but uh, we're getting into events.
0: No, good things are good things are back. Halloween's feeling like Halloween again, and, and you know, of course, you can find me at Red River Joe on Twitter. Make sure to check out our social media pages, and as always, keep traveling those channels of fear.